Greetings to everyone. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I am the Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, the senior pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in the beautiful city of Pacoima, California. As we gather today to glorify God, we want to remind everyone to join us this month. Every February, the United States honors the contributions and sacrifices of African Americans who have shaped the nation. Black History Month that we're celebrating this month, we celebrate the rich cultural heritage, the triumphs and adversities that are part of this country's history. And so we ask you to join us from all over the world as we go now to worship God and to give him glory. We invite our Minister of Music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, husband, Brother Darnell Carr, as they come with our praise and our worship. Praise the Lord, everybody. What a blessing it is to be able to give God praise and glory one more time. Amen. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever.
the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you, you are my strength, hallelujah, and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray, have your way. Let everybody say amen. On this beautiful Sunday in California, we greet all of you and ask those of you wherever you are, even those on the east and the south in the snow, it's still beautiful. It's a beautiful day because God made it. And so I ask you to put a smile on your face wherever you are. Just put a smile on your face. Our sermon topic for today is going deeper. Going deeper. <laughs> In our scripture lesson, beloved, we find Jesus preparing to do what he was sent by God to do. And that is to preach the word of God. People were gathering from all around the area to hear this preacher. The word was out about the power of Jesus' preaching and the healing results of his lessons. But even when Jesus was about to do the thing he loved to do, he noticed something. You ought to always be aware of your surroundings. He noticed that there were two empty boats by the lake of Gennesaret where he was preaching and the fishermen had gotten out of the boats, taken their empty fishing nets with them and they were washing their nets. Now, now what Jesus was seeing was a, a highly unusual sight to see because when fishermen spent the night in the shallow waters of the sea, of a Galilee, they always, I said, always came back with lots and lots and lots of fish. Oh, this scene was not normal for these fishermen. They were experts at their craft. They had done this every day for years and years and years. They knew what they were doing. They knew, or they thought they did. They knew what, what, what could happen. How could they have returned with no fish? And not only were the nets empty, but the men were washing the nets. Now that, that was a sign that they had come back and they were finished, finished. They were, they were through with it. They had given up, they quit. They had failed. They had tried, but they had failed. Now, now beloved, I, I don't know if Jesus heard these men talking about their obvious failure. He saw it in the expression of their faces, but, but this I do know now. I know, I know that Jesus knew what was going on inside these fishermen because Jesus is not only interested in saving us, but Jesus is also interested in what we experience and the activities we go through day after day after day. Jesus was totally aware 
of the state of mind and spirit that they were in. Totally aware. But, but in study of this lesson, we see that Jesus didn't rush to help them. I said, even though they were down and out and had failed and were looking pitiful, Jesus did not rush to help them. Oh no, he, he, he let them deal with the feeling of failure for just a little while. Oh my God. He allowed them time to deal with the feelings of disgust and hurt and disappointment. Oh, for, for a little while. They had to feel, you see, they had to feel the exhaustion and feel the pain and feel the embarrassment. That's why he went on with his mission and preached to the people. Oh, child of God, sometimes, sometimes Jesus will allow us, he will allow us time to experience the pain, experience the sorrow, experience a bad situation, just for a while, because with Jesus, we know that trouble don't last always. Can I get an amen? Trouble don't last always with Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. Because if the truth be told, and if the truth be told, sometimes it's just important that we feel and allow other people the time to experience the consequences of a negative situation. Sometimes we rush to a person's rescue too quick. Here's what we do. That's what's happened in this generation to some of our kids. They ain't done no suffering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They ain't done no waiting. Hallelujah. They have learned patience, hallelujah, because they want everything quick because we give it to them quick. If they stay in a bad situation long enough, they get to feel all of it the first time. Just maybe they won't go back into the same situation so quickly. Somebody ought to hear me up in here this morning. Somebody ought to say amen. Jesus Jesus went on with his business of preaching. In fact, he said in one of the empty boats belonging to Simon, verse 3b says, Jesus sat down and he preached from the boat. Verse 4 says, and when he had finished preaching, he said to Simon, Simon, pull out into the deep water. He didn't say just pull out. He said pull out into the deep water water and let down your nets for a catch. Hmm. Simon could have just done what he was told to do right away, but no, 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 no. Simon wanted to share his pain first. And Simon says, Master, oh, Master, we've worked hard all night long and we ain't called nothing. In other words, Simon replied to the Lord, Lord, we tried. You don't understand. We, we tried. Oh, how we tried. Nobody knows how hard we tried. Sometimes you look back on the situation of your life and you think, I tried, Lord. I tried to make it work. I tried to fix it. I tried, Lord. We don't, we don't know all the time what we do. And the man said, Simon said to Jesus, Jesus, we did everything we could. Everything we knew to do, and still we didn't catch any fish. 
We tried and we failed. And it hurts. Yeah, Lord, it, it hurts. Beloved, sometimes, you know what, we just need to get it out. Well, not all the time, because you don't want people complaining to you all the time, but sometimes, those of us who think we're so strong and, and so tough, and other people look at us and say, we tough. We know that there are times in our lives when we're not tough. We know there are times in our lives when we just need for somebody to hear us. And while people won't, I just suggest we learn to, to sing it out. I must. Oh, in this Black History Month, the old folk, I must. I must tell Jesus all of my troubles. Because I cannot bear. I just can't. I can't bear these burdens alone. In my distress, I know he, Jesus, he surely will help me. Jesus will help me. Jesus. And when we have released our pain, we just feel so much better. When we have really cried some tears, well, we just find a, re a, a release. We, we feel better. Sometimes we need to learn, especially African-American women, how to take the Superman out of our character and put on a crown and become the queen God intended us to be. Simon discharged his deepest feelings. He was ready to deal with the present moment. So he then he remembered like a light bulb what Jesus said to him. Now remember Jesus said Simon, get back in the boat. <laughs> I'll pull out again into deep water and then let down the nets for a catch. But get this, get this. Simon now turned to Jesus and he replied. See, this is what you do after you didn't cry. You stop crying at some point and you stop complaining and you stop whining and you, and you just close the door to the pity party and then you catch your breath and you say, you say to Jesus, Jesus, but because you say so. <laughs> I said, he said, Jesus, because you say so, I'll let down the nets. Oh, let, let, let's just deal for a minute with the word but, but, but. In other words, Simon is saying, but even though I know that this is not the right time of day to go back, and even though we've already tried it off all night long, and even though we're tired and we're weary, and even though this is not making any sense to me, but, however, nevertheless, Nevertheless, because you say do it, Jesus. Oh, how often do we listen to Jesus? We got to stop listening to people so much and listen to Jesus. All the things that are happening in the world, just trying to, Jesus just trying to get our attention. We ought to be listening to Jesus today because what the world is teaching us that man can't fix nothing. Oh, good God Almighty. Man can't stop nothing. Good God Almighty. Jesus. Listen to Jesus. Jesus instructed them to pull out into deep water. Well, just for a minute, let's deal with the word deep. 
These fishermen had been unsuccessful in shallow water. <laughs> oh, gee. Shallow waters. They had failed in shallow waters. Oh, that's a whole nother sermon about how the church in the last 50, 60 years has just dwelled in shallow waters. That's a whole nother sermon. That's a whole nother sermon. Oh, you can't be successful dealing in shallow waters. It was a well-known fact that in the Sea of Galilee, you caught fish at night in the shallow water. Not in the daytime, in the deep water. That's how it used to be. But this day, this particular day, Jesus changed the whole thing. But because the fishermen were doing things according to their training and how things had always been done, they always stayed in the shallow waters all night. Even though, I said even though it wasn't working, they stayed. <laughs> And the shallow waters. How many of us live our lives in shallow waters? Same place, same thing. Same people, no scenery, no new scenery, no new ways, no new people. How many of us live our lives in shallow waters? Still don't read the word, still go to church, but still don't read the word. How many of us live our lives in shallow waters? Spend more time with people than we do with Jesus. Oh, shallow waters of where we have always been told to stay. But Jesus, what changed everything? Jesus, Jesus said, pull out into deep waters. Pull out into deep waters. What stops Christians from going further spiritually in the law? We're in a whole new church wants to stay back in the day. Oh, help me up here. Somebody. Help me up in here. Somebody. Put out into deep waters. Oh, beloved, it's time for us to venture into some deep waters. It's time to grow up and go deep. Because when you go deep, then you confront your fears. Did you know there are some people been in the church all their life who are afraid of the Holy Spirit? What in the world? This is the time of the Holy Spirit. They are afraid of the Holy Spirit. They think the Spirit will make them do something they don't want to do. When the truth is, the Spirit <laughs> will make you do everything you need to do. Oh, glory to his, his name. Hallelujah. I love the Spirit of God. I love to go in a Somebody's healed by the laying on of hands. I love to go in a place and see some wonders and some spiritual things going on. Signs and wonders that'll bring people back to God. Oh, when you go deep, you take a good look at your own life and your own situation. Stop worrying about other people so much. When you go deep, you, you study God's word in order to show yourself approved. The world is shallow today. It's shallow. It's shallow. It's put God on the back seat in the back. It's put him on the back burner. So when that happens, the world becomes shallow. We need God's people to show the world 
how to be deep. Don't be shallow. Child of God, don't, don't be shallow. Shallow living is when you don't venture any further than your local surroundings. Oh, good God Almighty, you'd be so, so surprised to know when you venture further than Pacoima how we people are living. Oh, good God Almighty. When I left Texas and went to Harlem, it was a brand new world to me. Ah, when I left Texas and came to Compton or to Pacoima, brand new world for me. Things were so different and I just didn't pass through. I didn't go on a vacation into places. I stayed. I worked. I tried because the world today is waiting for God's church to touch them by any means possible. Yes, crime is up. Yeah. Folks ain't been in the church. Yes, diseases are everywhere because people don't have a spirit of obedience. Just put the mask on. Just go get your shot. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I, I was young, now I'm old. And I have had every shot that came out. And people have told us they couldn't go to school. The children couldn't go to school. So now in 2020, 2021, they're talking about they don't know if the shot works. You didn't know if it worked then yet. But you took it. See, I go to the doctor in faith. <laughs> I go to the doctor in faith. Not thinking that the doctor knows everything, but what the doctor knows, God is going to use it for my well-being. I took the shot and got the booster because I think in 2020, you ought to be able to come up with a solution fast. That's 2020. This ain't 1943. People today want to do what they want to do at any cost. Shallow waters. Why? Because the church didn't reach out and bring them in. See, the church can't talk about the world because the church been uh, shut down and in the closet for so long that we can't talk about the world because the world went crazy because we stayed in. Ooh, glory to God. See, people can't change the world. These people didn't change anything. It was only when Jesus showed up. <laughs> He showed them that what used to work didn't work anymore. And what they thought they needed to do with him, they may need to do something else. I'm talking about when Jesus shows up. If Jesus ever shows up in America, we won't have to deal with race anymore. Because laws can't change people from hating. 
Only God can change a heart. We need the church in America. Come on, God bless America. Oh, no, no, no. America, you better learn to bless God. Oh, it's a new day. And it's a new time. It's a new day. And it's a new time, dearly beloved. Jesus is calling us to action. Where and how we are. Not what we think we are ready. Not when we feel like we are ready. Simon said, I'm tired. Jesus said, I don't care. I can use you tired, my brother. This is not the day for excuses today. In the midst of a pandemic today, with crime rising, with the weather doing historic things, with hate and white supremacy on a rampage, with death knocking on doors like we've never seen in our lifetime, Jesus is calling us. He's calling us to take his good news and go and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. No excuses. So Jesus tells us to throw out our nets into deep water. And praise God, but come on first. We did that here. There is no deeper water than the net called the internet. Oh, good God, it's got people caught up in it, in the internet. God said, I'm going to take over that thing. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Oh, if the laws close the church door, God will find another way. No excuses, and we will obey Jesus. No matter what. Lord, if you say so. Hallelujah. Jesus, whatever you tell me to do. Oh, beloved, I, I want to conclude with an illustration I heard uh, from a pastor friend of mine. The pastor said, let me remind you that, that there are different techniques of fishing. He said, I've been told that if you go fishing with a fishing pole, you can bait that pole to attract different kinds of fish. You can be selective in your fishing with a fishing pole. However, however, while, while some would use that method for making disciples of Jesus Christ, and you want the people that look like you, act like you, born where you were born, think like you think, do what you do, that's selective fishing. <laughs> oh, that's not what Jesus commands us to do. Jesus commands us to go out and catch people with a net. Because a net does not discriminate. A net is not selected. When we throw out a, a net into the deep waters, the net will catch anybody or anything that gets caught up in the net. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? Jesus did not tell us to catch certain people. Jesus doesn't even tell us to clean the people before we bring them in. Jesus says, 
cast your nets <laughs> into deep water. Deep water. And bring your alpha, your overflowing numbers of people from all over the world. How shocked I was to see our videos reaching people all over the world. Cast your nets into deep waters. And Jesus says, bring me everybody just as they are. Weary, one said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Bring me everybody. I have a place for everyone, and I will make them glad. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll say, I'll say, Lord, yes. Oh, what you gonna say? Say yes. The songwriter says that is I say yes, Lord. Yes to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord. Yes, I'll trust you. And I'll obey. Oh, when your spirit speaks to me. When your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart. I will agree. And my answer will be. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. To your will. Where you going, Lord? I'm going with you. I'll say yes. Lord, yes. I will trust and obey. Spend more time thinking about what to do today than what used to happen
where at 11.15 on a Sunday, you'll be able to get this worship service. Gonna take some more money and take some more equipment, but you know what? By faith, I declare it's already done. Hallelujah. We are already on demand and using every internet format we can, Lord. We're going out into the deep water, casting a net for people to join us and become Christians, followers of Jesus Christ. Oh, give the Lord and praise. He's worthy. We say yes. And on this first Sunday, in the tradition of many churches, but especially the, the black church, we invite you now to partake of communion. And your service of home communion or car communion or wherever you have this and the elements, God will hear you, God will bless you, and you will remember. The peace of the Lord be always with you. God loved the world so much. That he gave his only son that whoever, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Let us pray the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the power and the glory, the honor, and I always put the stamp on it. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus invites us, come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And so we invite you now to spiritually unite with all of the members of Performer First United Methodist Church and with all the saints of the church in heaven and on earth and partake of the Lord's Supper that has been consecrated by me. According to the Gospel of Luke, when our risen Lord was at table with his disciples, when he was at table with his disciples, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he took the cup and blessed it. 
And then their eyes were opened and they recognized Jesus. So I invite all of you as we go together. This is the body of Christ. Broken for me and for you. Take the cup. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. The cup of salvation. The blood shed for my sins and your sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for standing in our place and opening the door to our relationship with God the Father and with the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, that through your word and this holy communion, you have given us your son. He is the true bread from heaven and food of eternal life. And so this day, we ask that you strengthen us in your service. That our daily living may show our thanks. And oh Lord, as we prepare to leave this place, we invite your people everywhere to join us on our website, Pacoima F-U-M-C. There you will be able to join the church, and there you will be able to give. And remember that God loves a cheerful giver. And so as we leave this worship service, we leave knowing that with God all things are possible. We leave knowing that at Jesus' command, we will be obedient. And we know, Lord, that we need your strength and we need the power of the Holy Spirit to go, to go into the depths of the world and humanity. We're going to go deep Jesus. Why? Because you, Jesus, you told us to. And now we leave. We leave in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we give God praise. Let everybody say,